Hello everybody and welcome to Customer Experience R&R with uh, myself Richard Knight and my colleague sat over yonder, Ryan Huxtable. Um, welcome back to episode 18. Ryan, who are we chatting to today? Well, I've got a corker today because we're back on the old interview and like we were as we were running into the summer. So um, I had a long chat um, with, uh, and it is a long chat, it's 18 minutes long guys, but listen to it because it is a fab listen. Um, with a chap called Guy Arnold. Now Guy uh, is the creator and owner of a mod called uh, Slow Selling. Um, he has a great book out as well. Um, I will uh, show you a copy there. Slow Selling, Guy Arnold, there we are. A um, little bit of a plug for him. Um, but um, Guy talks about um, his uh, model for really great sustained customer experience. Um, Guy spends uh, a lot of his waking moments helping um, hospitality businesses improve their uh, customer experience um, and he talks about um, four things really belief emotions uh, that drive actions and results so the belief and the emotions if you if you believe in looking after your clients that will drive your actions and your results so let's take a look and see what he's got to say fantastic here we go so good afternoon guy thank you for joining uh, me to to, to uh, um, help our listeners on the R&R podcast and YouTube video um, think about uh, how they are going to focus on the next few months from a customer experience perspective. Um, I'm delighted you join us. So for, for all our listeners and viewers, um, I'd like obviously Guy introduce himself in a second, but Guy is uh, the author of um, uh, Slow Selling and the Slow Selling um, uh, Mantra and Organization. Um, and Guy um, is going to talk to us about the importance of making sure that um, your plans for the future are um, pretty robust in terms of thinking about how you're going to improve your customer experience. So, Guy, tell us a bit more about slow selling and, and, and your theories behind that. Uh, well, very simply, uh, Ryan, thank you very much, by the way, for having me. Uh, <laughs> slow selling, um, it, it, <laughs> I like the phrase slow selling because people always go, what the hell do we want to be doing slow selling for? We all want to be doing fast selling. We want to sell as much as we can. So, it immediately gets people to start questioning things, which is always a good thing. Um, but slow selling is about realizing that you don't ever really sell to any, anything to anyone. People buy from you because of the way you have acted in all of your previous, in, in everything that you do, shall we say. So you want to slow down and stop trying to sell stuff to people and start instead focusing on making customer reputation, customer loyalty, a customer experience, you know, or whatever phrase you want to use, making that as the, the key driver for every process in your business, which takes time and it, it needs to be done step by step, and slowing down enough to do that so that when customers come into your radar, they want to buy from you quickly, they want to buy lots and lots from you, and they want to rave about you behind your back to their friends so it's about starting now to do it right so that you get fantastic results so it's, it's almost that old mantra that my 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 grandma used to use guy where she, she used to say to me ryan more haste less speed um so to speak um yes. but yeah yeah so um one of the things we talk a lot about on these uh, on, on these um videos and podcasts guy is um trying to help our listeners um, think about their businesses and, 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 and how they 
how they trade their way through life, but doing it through the eyes of their customers and their clients and really helping them think maybe differently and objectively about their plans going forward and, and using, using great insight to formulate their plans so that they, um, they deliver a customer experience that creates advocacy for their brand. And therefore, to your point around slowing down and thinking about that and thinking about, you know, you're, you're using your best brains to think about how you, uh, how you look after your customers and clients is something I think sometimes businesses miss. So they, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll react to something um, rightly or wrongly, and then they'll make a decision that's, that's, that's based on um, very little evidential uh, data and then therefore, they, then therefore they make a mistake and they end up having to backtrack and, 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 and all the rest of it. And certainly what you, you were talking about in the slow selling model um, re would really help businesses to step back, wouldn't it? And you've got four key principles, haven't you, that, that you talk about regularly. Do you, want, do you want to take us through those? Okay. Um, well, just, just to answer the first bit of that first, then go into that, uh, Ryan. Um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think what unfortunately most businesses do is they see themselves through their own eyes so they go into business let's say you're going into business to manufacture and sell widgets they see themselves as manufacturers and sellers of widgets but actually they're not that at all they are people who are helping users of widgets be successful does that make sense absolutely so, so, so the, real, the biggest single mistake that most businesses make, and it affects absolutely everything, which is what slow selling is all about, is to change the way they see what they do. Uh, so an, an insurance business is not about selling and delivering insurance. Insurance businesses are about giving your customers peace of mind. Um, Pubs and restaurants are not about food and drink. They're about re relaxation and, and fun and engagement. Um, it's, it, it's, it's turning the business on its head so that it's all about what the customer wants to get rather than what you want to deliver or you want to sell. And then starting at that level and working it backwards. That's the, that would be the, I think, I think that's what you were saying as well, but to me, yeah. that's my sort of interpretation of the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think going on to your, your second question, I think there are four basic principles uh, that are common sense that every business can adopt throughout their, throughout their business uh, and, and everything that they do. And it's based on human behavior. So uh, the first principle is that we all have a set of beliefs. They come from our backgrounds and upbringing, etc. The second principle is that these beliefs drive our emotions, which is how we feel about whatever comes our way. The third principle is that the emotions drive our actions, which is what we do. And the fourth principle is that our actions give results. So that's sort of what you call blindingly obvious common sense. But the point I'm making here is that if we want to change the last one, which is the results, we want to improve our results, um, which everybody wants to do. We always spend all day trying to improve our results, all of us in everything that we do. If we want to improve our results, we have to then take it get back to the third principle, which is our actions. We have to change our actions. And if we want to change our actions, we have to go back to the second principle, which is we have to work on emotions, people's emotional levels, because customers buy things emotionally, they, they act emotionally, they think they're being logical, but actually they're emotional. 
Um, and lastly, if we want to influence people's emotions, we have to work on our and their beliefs. So we have to make sure that we are approaching the business with a belief that we are here to do exactly as we just talked about. We are here to get the right result for the customer. And if we do that really well, then they will want to buy from us rather than we're here to sell stuff to the customer and we also ought to try and do it fairly well because you know that's the right way to do business so it's about so changing our beliefs which means that, that everybody changes their emotions which everybody changes their actions which means we get much better results at the end of the day so those that's a very very quick summary of a whole book <laughs> but, 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 but brilliantly done and 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 if i may say it, it you're right when you listen to you articulate that it does sound very very it sounds common sense and blindingly obvious but of course when uh, when business when businesses are sort of getting back on their feet after covid and and, and the, you know the, certainly the last few months we've been through um i suppose if you think about the belief that they've had that their businesses are going to survive um yep. has created emotions that have created actions that have created results that aren't customer focused and we've seen that you know you've seen that right the way across many many industries banking insurance um the travel sector so so your you know your your point is 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 really on the money if i may say so because i think as as, as that sort of business stability comes back um i, I see it in my clients and i and i've certainly seen it in my own business there is there is a there is an inherent belief that you know oh well, do you know what this could be okay um i'm feeling all right about that now therefore my actions are going to be much more positive um in terms of how i how i interact with my with my clients and my people um and, and interestingly yet yeah, you know the, the, the business is picking back up so the results the results are coming um so that you know the, the the premise of of what you're suggesting absolutely works um and i suppose if you then take your your broader point around slowing down standing back thinking about all of those key elements i often hear um i often hear i'll use the word excuse but i use it in a in a in a very broad term i often hear the excuse i don't have time i don't have time to look at this stuff you know yeah. you know and i think okay that that's fine you're probably not ready to have this conversation then because you will know you're the you will have the belief that actually you want to look after your customers if you have that belief you will you will make and you will find that time because you'll slow down to make that time i mean would you agree with that well i think time uh time is is a belief um because we all have time to do whatever is important to us mm. so the same person might say i haven't got time to to uh put, put place in something in place for for uh, for customer experience but i have got time to keep updating my facebook page or whatever or i haven't got time to do that but i have got time to get home and watch eastenders um you know Time is, is a belief. Uh, we all have time to do whatever's most important to us. And how we spend our time is the absolute proof of what we see is important. Because if we see something's important, if we get it up here and we see it's important, we will spend our time on it. So, um, but I do think time is a massive issue for many business owners. And I, and I, and I don't, I, you know, many, many business, small business owners, independent business owners, are chasing around trying to to chase their tails and, and and do too much and trying to be be master of all things um and uh, and, and not succeeding and that's why we suggest uh, we try and help them slow down little by little 
you know, if they could just cut, if they could just change what they do for 15 minutes a day, that can make the difference on everything that they do for the rest of the day. So if they do proper planning or, or whatever. So it's, it's about getting people to slow down in small chunks and reassess their beliefs and reassess their priorities and start taking more effective actions. And then of course, when people start doing that, they, they, have, to, they have to chase their tail less anyway. So they start to get more time available to themselves to, 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 uh, to work on this stuff. And, it, and the key is, 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 you know, another issue I think we just discussed is that people don't know where to start because it seems like a massive, a massive subject and it is a massive subject, but the point is to start in tiny chunks because, you know, everyone is busy. So it is about starting with doing small things uh, continually, which then impact on other things, which give you more discretionary time. And then it starts the, the ball rolling to, to get people a lot more effective that way. And it sounds a bit wishy-washy, but having, you know, we haven't got this, the time or space here to go into the details, but you know, it, it is all about small steps with a very clear end in mind based on those four beliefs, the four principles that I, I explained to you earlier on. What's really interesting listening to you um, articulate your thoughts, Guy, is um, I, uh, if you think about where, where the where business has been in, in the last in our sort of six, eight months and, and where it is currently, and we're, we're recording this on the day that the economy's bounced back by about six and a half percent, which is which of course is encouraging um but we're also recording this um on the weekend before we go back into to some quite strict restrictions in terms of how, how we interact as a as, as a general public with, with others and um there is a real responsibility isn't there on on all business owners to uh help the general public understand uh help them feel safe of course um and that in in their own um for their own customers will give them the belief and we've again rich and i have talked a lot about this in terms of actually if you create safe environments uh that people that people um people will flourish within them and you'll be successful because people will understand you're taking their health and their safety and their, their basic needs very seriously yes. um but but that has taken businesses time as you quite rightly pointed out and they've had to make time for it because they've had to get it right yes our challenge uh, as, as, as CX thought leaders, customer experience thought leaders, is, is how do we get that message across that actually if you take time and think about your customers and what impacts them uh, and, and, and ask them, actually, you know, ask them what they want, um, that's, that's hugely empowering for a business because you've taken that time, you've, you've informed your plan around what your customer's going to want and therefore actually the application of them, what you do, is much simpler and easier. Um, I want to bring in now, if I, if, if I can, um, Guy, uh, for, for, for our listeners' benefit, is part of our Southwest uh, CX group. We're a group of thought leaders that, that um, has very recently formed, and we're going to be um, sharing their thoughts and feelings over the coming months through this medium as well. Um, but we've been doing some survey work, and one of the things that was quite interesting from um, the survey data that we got uh, guy was wasn't it um, that 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 over seventy uh, percent uh, sorry eighty percent of those business users that we we interviewed or that answered the survey rather um, knew how important customer experience was it was very important to their organisation yeah and yet only seventy five percent of that cohort were measuring what their customers thought so 
and and I, and, you know, my 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 thoughts on that are it will come back to exactly what we've been talking about. There will be a reason why they're not doing it, and that will probably be because they don't know, they don't think they've got the time. Um, there might be a, there might be a worry around what does that cost to get that to do to, uh, to, to to get that to get that information, and they may not. They probably don't know where to start. Actually, yeah, completely agree. Um, it, yeah, it's interesting how how quickly businesses can change when they don't have any alternative. We've been very very good example with the COVID um, problems recently, but I think it's really simple on on customer experience. You know, it's 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 common sense that customer experience is critical to a business. What a customer, whether, whether a customer wants to buy more, whether they want to be loyal and whether they want to recommend a company or slag it off behind their back is going to determine the future of that business. And that is CX. That's what CX is. So in order to influence CX, you have to understand CX. And in order to understand CX, you have to listen to your customers. <laughs> so it's, it's absolute common sense. Yeah. But it is so difficult for businesses to tear themselves away from the day-to-day -day of, of what they're doing. And totally understandably, it's difficult. But my advice would be, you know, do it in small steps. Start with, start with just trying to understand your 10 most valuable customers this month. Start with that. You know, and, and that will tell you enough to be able to say, wow we need to spend more time on this this is a really valuable exercise then you start maybe let's next month we'll start we'll, we'll understand 20 more and maybe the month after we'll start to build in some some ways of keeping them more loyal and uh, and listening to enhancements about our processes that we need to do because of what they've told us so so the key is to start small and to understand the value for each of the businesses because you know everyone's busy and tied up etc etc um, and and then once they start to see the value, they will naturally want to do more. And they need to trust. <laughs> this is easy for me to say, isn't it? They need <laughs> they need to trust people like you and me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on, but to be able to, to to say, look, I really want to do some work on this area, but I can only afford two hundred quid a month. Um, and that's fine. That's okay. Let's, you know, let's, let's sit down and work out what we can do to help businesses like that in small steps, you know, maybe 200 quid a month, maybe 2000 pounds a month, maybe 20,000 pounds a month. That depends on the size and the, and the profitability of the business. But to, for, for, for customers to have the courage to say, yeah, I get it. I understand it. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm struggling with time. I don't know if I can afford any help. I don't know where to start please you know look just let come and help us and and we that also need to, to respect that and say sure we'll just do it in tiny steps to help you one week at a time one month at a time whatever works for you we'll do it that way so you know both of us need to be very very mindful of those issues guy it's been an absolute education as always um i love listening to you speak um for those of you who who want to hear more about uh, what guy does um Slow, I don't know if you can see that book, Slow Selling. You can't see it right there. You are Slow Selling. Oops, my camera's not working very well, but it's called Slow Selling uh, by Guy Arnold. Um, we uh, put that plug in there for you, Guy. Um, please, uh, please uh, uh, go and um, go and seek that out. Um, but again, it's been really great to uh, to talk to you today. Thank you for giving us some time and sharing your vast knowledge about this this amazing world of CX that we all we all love. And uh, um, uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, Guy.
Thanks for having me. Pleasure. So, wow, what, what a great interview that was. Loved hearing about the slow selling side of things because immediately you think, slow selling, is that, is that right? Is, can, can, he be, can he be talking about the right thing? But it all makes a lot of sense, doesn't it, from a customer experience point of view? Yeah, I think it does. You know, you, you listen to what Guy has to say and, he, you know, you can see the passion and the, the enthusiasm that he has for his, for his subject matter. Um, and, you know, there's this point around um, what, 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 I, what I really um, enjoyed listening to him talk about, um, Rich, was um, when he was talking about when he meets people that, um, that don't really know where to start. And, you know, he, and he says um, that, they, you know, they've either not got the time, they've not got the money, they, you know, they don't know where to start, they, they, they think they've got to rush into it. Um, so, you know, having those, those four key steps around the belief, um, the belief in what you're doing, um, the belief, of course, drives to your emotions and, and your actions and, and, and therefore your results. And I thought that was really powerful when he talked about those four key steps. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think um, it also fits in nicely into that sort of perception that we have as business owners about the, what we deliver. And, and being able to take time, slow stuff down, look at what we're doing and spend time getting to know what our customers want, how they're feeling, how they're reacting to the certain situations we find ourselves in the moment. Because if we have that sort of insight, we can, as he suggests, we can work on the emotional connection with our customers and the results and actions that come out of that are actually based on their needs rather than so much our needs. So yeah, we're not just selling a widget we are selling something else to these people. We are enabling them to use a widget in the right way, as he, as he commented on. So I thought that was you know, a really great, great way of thinking about it. And it sort of comes back to Simon Sinek's you know, re reason why, the golden circle. What's the center of everything? Why do you do what you do rather than what do you do mm. in terms of selling a widget? So, okay. yeah, some great connections there. And I thought it was a, a really, really good interview. So thank you, Ryan, for spending some time and having a chat with Guy. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm, um, sure he, I'm sure he would love to hear from anybody who'd like some more, more information about that. So please do get in contact with Guy. He's on LinkedIn, isn't he? He is, Guy Arnold, yeah. Guy, slow selling. So you get getting in contact with Guy. Buy his book. He's a great guy. <laughs> great guy. Guy's a great guy. See what I did there? Love that. Um, oh, so, um, listen, uh, episode 18 next week. What are we going to talk about there then? Thanks, episode 19. 19. We've just done 18. Oh, we're nearly on to uh, into the 20. Uh, that's going to be exciting. We could have some sort of party virtually yeah. um yeah. yeah 19 what are we going to talk about next week oh blimey this is, well, this is going to be an exciting week i think in terms of what's going on for businesses in terms of the, the the covid situation but um but also i think in terms of where we find ourselves what's what's your what's your plan well i think uh we should be talking about a, a very innovative new tool uh that uh that um has been developed down in these parts about seeing how uh how customer focus your organization is so i'll leave you with that okay. little teaser great well, well we shall see you all next week uh have a great week and uh please do like share comment um uh about the video and uh we'd love to hear any comments you have about what we're saying if you'd like us to talk about anything in particular so do let us know i have been richard knight and i've been ryan Huxtable. have a great week guys The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. 
Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.